Special note. God said, man said, is in need of your prayers. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much, and I value yours. My youngest son, Asa, who is a mighty man of God, is in a life-and-death battle against colon cancer. He has stood before the sons of men and confessed God's healing power, but the battle is truly raging. Asa also served God Said Man Said as our radio engineer for nearly all of 760-plus features on this site, and like everyone else at God Said Man Said, at his own expense. It's your prayer of faith that we need. I'm thanking you in advance. There is one book to which all the world's books must bow and do obeisance. There is one book that is the solution to all the world's ills. There is literally just one book that has the keys and the necessary power to open and to enter the very doors of life, life more abundantly, even eternal life. This book is the majority text, the Textus Receptus, and in the English-speaking language it is most commonly known as the authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible. This book is not printer's ink and paper, but a living, all-powerful person whose persona is captured with the pen and released when its writings are read. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Revelation 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ and says, And His name is the Word of God. This book must be cherished and obeyed, because it is the only way of escape from Satan's downward death spiral. This book is the living truth. John 3.1-3 There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This book says you must be born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God, in order to see the kingdom of God. Are you? Have you bowed your knee to this Christ, the living Word of God? Are you yearning to be freed from your emptiness? Would you like to know God and His Son and to literally be filled with the Holy Ghost? Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis chapter 1 verses 14 through 18. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. God said, Psalms 121, 5 through 7, The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, he shall preserve thy soul. 
God said Psalms 136, 8 and 9, The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. God said, Revelation 6, 12 and 13, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Man said, Spare me this Bible foolishness. I am wise, and I have no need for the God of the Bible. Education is my God. Now the record. The historic count of the earth's population hails back 5,000 years and just stops. It stops so abruptly because the earth is just over 6,000 years of age. The book of Genesis, the first book of the Bible given by God to Moses, purports itself to be an inerrant, eyewitness, hands-on account of the earth's creation and all that pertains to its inhabitants. Amazing insights and rationales are laid out here long before today's wisdom came courting, Bible wisdom proprietary only to the Creator Himself. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 761 that will again prove the supernatural veracity of God's Holy Bible. All of these features are stored here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the faithful and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. The moon God made to rule the night also plays out in the last day's prophetic signs of the heavens. Just prior to the return of Jesus Christ in Armageddon, we read the following in Revelation 6, 12 through 17. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell upon the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? But from a more domestic setting, it is now abundantly clear that God was entirely accurate when he said the moon was to rule the night. An excellent feature on this subject was published in the Acts and Facts September 2015 issue by Dr. James Johnson. The title of the article reads, The Moon Rules. It follows in its entirety. Earth is ruled in part by lunar rhythms. It is tuned to the moon's periodic rhythms in its daily and monthly cycles as well as annual seasons. This illustrates Genesis 1.16, which states God purposefully programmed the moon to rule the night. Animistic and polytheistic religions personify the moon. But what does Genesis teach about its effects on the earth and creatures living here? In other words, how can the moon, which is inanimate, rule anything? God programmed the moon to rule in at least two ways. One, by gravitational attraction, which is physically quite forceful. And two, 
by providing reflected light to Earth, which rotates so one side is always facing the moon. The moon's physical regulation by gravity and by moonlight photoperiodicity, its periodic light exposure, can be analytically compared to the inanimate governor device, also called a speed limiter, that can be installed to regulate the top speed of a commercial truck. The truck's governor is inanimate, yet it implements the purposeful intention of the intelligent engineer who devised it to limit how fast the truck can go on the highways. Likewise, the moon mechanically implements the intelligent design that God selected for its fine-tuned movements and regulatory functions. Moonlight photoperiodicity rules the earth. How important to life on earth is moonlight and its periodic rhythms? No physical factor is of greater interest to the ecologist than light. It is first a source of energy, second a limiting factor, since too little or too much kills, and third an extremely important regulator of daily and seasonal activities for a great many organisms, both plant and animal. One of the most dependable environmental cues by which organisms times their development and periodic activities in temperate zones is the day-length period or photoperiod. Photoperiod can regulate a physiological sequence that brings about molting, fat deposition, migration, and breeding in temperate zone birds. However, one can produce out-of-season fat deposition, migratory restlessness, and an increase in size of reproductive organs in midwinter in the laboratory by an artificial increase in the light period. Moonlight affects Earth by each diurnal day-night cycle, by each lunar month cycle, i.e. new moon, second quarter, full moon, fourth quarter phases, and by the annual cycle of recurring seasons. The equinox to equinox year varies the ratio of daylight to moonlight, so days get shorter and longer depending on the time of the year. Lunar light regulates Pacific salmon smolt migratory movements. Moonlight intensity and daylight-moonlight ratios, which vary with the seasons, regulate salmon migration, growth, and development. Even some plant chlorophyll activity depends in part on moonlight. Lunar gravity rules the Earth. Lunar gravity forcefully regulates Earth's tides worldwide. Christmas Island red crabs depend on tidal rhythms to time their migrations to beaches to mate and deposit their next generation of baby crabs into high tide waters. Likewise, barnacles, as anchored filter feeders, depend on the tides to wash up planktonic nutrients, providing ready meals on tidal waves. Many more examples of tide-dependent animal behaviors could be given. Even plants depend on the rhythmic pool of the moon's gravity. The moon's monthly cycle regulates water in cultivated soil, triggering seed swelling, seed bursting, seed germination, leaf growth, root growth, which is why the lunar cycle timed the Jewish feast of Leviticus 23 coincide with spring and autumn harvest cycles. Bottom line, Genesis chapter 116 teaches that God made the moon to rule the night. Creation provides a host of witnesses, crabs, barnacles, salmon, crops, and more that corroborate that truth. End of quote. Today's discoveries consistently confirm the perfect purity of your Holy Bible. Be of good cheer, saints. Your faith has not been misplaced, and it will never be disappointed. God said Genesis 1, 14 through 18, 
And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. God said, Psalms 121, 5 through 7, The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. God said, Psalms 136, 8 and 9, The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. God said, Revelation six twelve and 13, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell upon the earth, even as a fig casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Man said, Spare me this Bible foolishness. I am wise and have no need for the God of the Bible. Education is my God. Now you have the record.